Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast Thanksgiving Secret Dump Edition. Everyone needed to take a Thanksgiving dump. Tosh, that is very, very unlike you, humor-wise, and I'm really appreciating it. Tosh went on book tour, came back, did a bunch of amazing shows in a row, uh, sold out tons of books, and came home really doing a lot of like poop and fart jokes, which has been kind of like, <laughs> I don't know where you're coming from, but I'm really loving that you're back. By the way, it's Black Friday, and if you are looking for that perfect holiday gift for your family or friends, get the world deserves my children on Amazon. Have it come into it's a perfect stocking stuffer. It's a perfect book, in fact. Get it. I'm gonna be in Chicago on the 28th. Yeah. That's a Monday. Have you this is your first time ever promoting a stand-up date? No, I'm gonna be at City Winery in Chicago on the 28th. <laughs> How do they get tickets? Go to natashalegero.com, go to City Winery Chicago. Or you, it's all on my Instagram, link in bio. Hey, I'm going to be in La Jolla, California with friend of the pod, Andrew Michon at the La Jolla Comedy Store, one of my favorite clubs in the country. So I really recommend everybody come see it. And by the way, we have a big announcement. New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve in Oakland. We are resurrecting for maybe the final time our New Year's Eve show in Oakland. So you can go to tinyurl forward slash Oakland 2023 to get tickets to that. Nick Thune, friend of the pod, is going to be there. Sabrina Jalees, friend of the pod, is going to be there. Andrew Michon, friend of the pod, is going Natasha to be there. Natasha Leggero. Host, the queen of the pod. Queen of the poop joke. Queen of the, <laughs> queen of the fart. Queen of the fart. Myself, Brent Weinbach, friend of the pod. All will be there. Uh, and we have some listener-submitted thanks. How was your Thanksgiving, Natasha? It was good. We had some friends of the pods at our Thanksgiving, too. Yeah, how was uh, cooking for everybody? Oh, um, I did not cook. Moshe <clears throat> kept asking me to make lasagna. I was promised lasagna and Natasha decided that she didn't uh, want to do it. And so I ended up cooking for, um, I did all of the cooking in this family. Now other people brought stuff, but within our three triad family unit, you did no of the cooking, right? I did like way too much of the organizing to the point where I organized you to get like more mashed potatoes. Mm -hmm. Listen, I didn't marry an Italian woman to not have lasagna at the table. I didn't marry you for no freaking gravy unless that gravy is Sunday gravy. Well, I talked to tomato gravy and the mobs there. I talked everyone out of having turkey. So we were just going to have a sides giving. But then I kind of promised lasagna. But then I also backed out of it because there was like stuffing and potatoes and vegetables and salad and sweet and potatoes. The main dish that was and promised. Stew. We Listen, didn't need lasagna. I think every no Thanksgiving. I think I believe it was the um, the Manhattan uh, or the Iroquois Indians that first encountered um, the pilgrims that were to be their doom that taught the pilgrims how to grow corn by burying a casserole of lasagna under the ground with the corn seed and growing it from the lasagna. So to me, it was kind of sad to not have that traditional Thanksgiving dish, but I'm thankful that you're back. And we have some listener submitted Thanksgiving related questions and um, secrets. 
we thought we would just go through some of them. Yeah, we still all have Thanksgiving on the brain. Yeah, this might not be our most dynamic uh, episode. <coughs> Natasha's coughing. Um, <laughs> we're both a little bit hungover from stuffing. We're, st we're stuffed over. But we thought we'd just go through it, read you some of this hot stuff, and uh, let's do it. All right, Natasha. I'd steal Bud Lights from the cooler for my cousins when I was nine. Then we'd bike the hood. Oh, so this is like white trash, kind of <laughs> classic white trash Thanksgiving. You, Your drunken family was kind of like vomiting in the cooler and you would grab some uh, Bud Lights and go ride through town. Yeah, most, most families don't have a cooler of beer. That is true. <laughs> that is that is definitely some uh, specific shit. Okay, next one is Trump or uncle moved to Texas literally would love if I never saw him on any holiday again. Not really a secret that's not the spirit, dude. It's more of a, um, uh, just a soft bigotry. <laughs> and you're just uh, confessing that you don't love your uncle. Do I have an uncle I would prefer never to see again? No, even the- Make friends with them. Yeah, <clears throat> get their hearts and minds. I once broke the toilet after shitting in it and I dipped after. <laughs> you mean you left, right? Not that you <laughs> dipped some of the- the roll from Thanksgiving. You did so you broke the toilet with a big shit and just went goodbye. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Oh my God. People would so know. How would they know? I mean, what because like you, you just like abruptly left and then the next person who goes in, the toilet's overflowing. Although I do have to say, I, I at first when I think of a person knowing whose shit it is, I think that's impossible. But then I looked at the guy's name who left this one. His name's Potato Fred. And I feel like <laughs> I would definitely know, oh, that's a Potato Fred shit. That seems definitely to be Potato Fred. Uh, what else we got? My F-I-L. What is that? Father-in-law. Father-in-law. Is annoying as fuck, but to be honest, that's not really a secret, so please disregard. <laughs> These are a lot of complaints. God, I'm going to have to. Let's, we should talk to our producer probably about filtering, <laughs> filtering some of this stuff, because we don't need just to know that your father-in-law is annoying. But nice, you know what? Feel free to vent. I puked in my childhood closet and left it. Why is everybody <laughs> depositing bodily fluids and then leaving? Why, why is that an instinct? Wait, what's happening out there? I don't know. I think we're just disintegrating. Oh, did this person mean this year they did this? <laughs> That's a, I think so. I wasn't sure. Yeah. Um, all right. Everything is vegan except for the turkey. No one knows. What? That's good. What does that mean? No one knows. You're feeding your family turkey. I guess she's secretly making it vegan, giving them turkey, and then she gets a vegan meal. What? <laughs> All right. I had two thank boyfriends and had two Thanksgivings twice in one day. Now, this is the type of shit I like. I mean, honestly, you're, you're great. You could be thankful for all that dick you're getting, right? <laughs> I know you are, Natasha. All right. Here's one. This one's after my own heart. This is the kind of prank I'd play on my, um, uh, on my immunocompromised friends. My mom told us it was gluten-free flour and waited until we were eating the bread to break it to us that it was just regular flour. The focaccia was surprisingly good. I mean, yeah, that's because gluten-free bread is garbage. It's straight up wood chips and sawdust, and it's an illusion that you need it. Now, you might have, what do they call it? What's the real, the real kind? 
I'm just kidding everybody out there in gluten-free land. If you have gluten sensitivity, I believe you. I think it's a real ailment. Well, there's the one kind that's real, sciatica, sicarina, 17-year cicadas. What is it called? The celiac. Celiac. Now, those people, uh, those people, as whimsical a name as that disease sounds, those people have a real issue. Moshe, this is such a bipartisan issue. Can you please just keep it to yourself? Well, I, I just want to go on the record <clears throat> as saying, I'm just kidding. I believe that everybody that's gluten intolerant is facing a real and debilitating illness that uh, French bread brings on. Um, <laughs> Natasha, should we hear a few secrets? Let's do it. Hi, Natasha and Moshe. Um, so my secret takes place um, about 10 years ago when I was 14. Um, I was watching two of my cousins who were around eight and six at the time. Um, they couldn't read very well, especially the older one. He had like a pretty big reading disability. Uh, which is why I think my aunt and uncle were okay with their text messages going through to his iPod. Um, I found out this was even a thing on this particular day when I was watching them and my cousin's iPod was going off like crazy. So I looked over and I saw, you know, text message previews between my aunt and uncle, and it seemed like they were in a pretty heated fight. And so then I took it upon myself. Um, and I don't know why I did this. I understand this is completely my fault, but I opened up the iPod to read the whole conversation. And it was indeed a pretty huge fight about all of their marriage issues. And it ended with them, you know, talking about how they think it's best if they finally get a divorce. Um, I was absolutely devastated. And the worst part was I could not tell anybody since I was not supposed to know this. So I just had to wait. Um, a couple weeks later, I was outside with my dog. My mom was inside on the phone with my aunt. And from outside, I could hear my mom go, oh, my God. So I come inside. And I'm like, what's going on? And my mom goes, your aunt's pregnant. And, um, yeah, I, I had no clue how to respond since I was literally the only person that knew they were just talking about wanting to divorce each other. So I knew that this is probably the last thing either of them wanted. Um, and yeah, I could just do nothing but stand there. And I specifically remember my mom going, oh, she's speechless. But I was not speechless because I was excited. I was very sad and conflicted. And I'm pretty sure I just went up to my room and cried. Um, and yeah, I literally have never told anybody that. Um, and actually my aunt and uncle are still together to this day. So, you know, one of the rare instances, a baby did save the relationship. So go with them, I guess. Okay. Bye. This is why I always say, Aww. if you're having any marital problems at all, infidelity, spousal abuse, have a baby, have a baby, <laughs> drug addiction, hey, it works. A mental health crisis. That's when you start raw dogging. It's at that moment that the raw dog really comes into play, because if you get pregnant in the midst of a mental health crisis a lot of people don't know this the uh, mental health crisis goes away and is supplanted with really healthy parenting skills and and celiac which is un an unfortunate byproduct of getting pregnant well i think that sometimes it works you think so for real yeah. i was being facetious i know facetious that's really hard to keep that to yourself too hmm. i feel like this that's why the best policy is never snoop 
Well, she wasn't snooping. She was watching the kid, and all of a no, sudden, but she didn't the have kid's to watching read. fucking Blues Clues, <laughs> and all of a sudden, like, and why do you fuck the waitress at that TGI Fridays comes up on the iPod. She didn't it's have not... to read the whole thing. That's true. She didn't have to open it she up. She did a little deep dive. I think feel like and then it, felt horrible. I feel like this is something you and I would do is like do a text message fight, but then we didn't realize that our kid was getting all of the messages. Mm-hmm. Better be careful. Yeah, put those parental um, strictures on your on your iPod. I think that's really the lesson here. All right, how about another secreto? Secreto. Hi, Motion Natasha. My name's Kyle. I'm a longtime listener, first time caller. Um, I am a teacher at a local. Uh, urban area high school um, and I have this student uh, let's call him Joey that I absolutely cannot fucking stand every day this kid makes my life miserable um, he mocked me the other day in front of the entire class I was trying to teach like you know like repeating the things I say with like a like a silly voice uh, this kid is absolutely the worst um, I've tried so many different things to, you know, get through to him and just, like, at least have him sit there chill, you know. Um, it's just been a nightmare. So last week, um, vaping is a huge, huge issue in uh, this high school. And so last week, I bought a flavored vape at the 7-Eleven down the street from school. And during my lunch break, when his backpack was in the classroom, I planted the vape in his backpack. Um, and later on that day, reported him to security for vaping, um, and he was actually expelled. Um, so I framed him for vaping by planting one in his backpack. And honestly, I don't feel bad about it. That kid was a little shit. Um, I'm, I'm done. So no more Joey. Um, yeah, my life is great now. And I just, I, you know, I really wanted to call and get that off my chest. No, I just that is so fucked up that um this is the first truly evil secret we've had which i kind of like yeah i mean listen some of these kids you can't though, frame a kid some of these kids are, yeah but you can frame joey you know what i'm saying <laughs> some of these kids are such shitheads they stop being kids and they just become like adults that need to be taught a lesson i'm a little bit understanding where this guy's coming from because at a certain point you just kind of tap out but the part where you're confessing to i would say a crime on this podcast <laughs> With so many incriminating details, like, like I kind of don't believe this really happened. I, this feels a little fake to me. A kid gets expelled for having a vape, by the way. Does that feel real to you? Expelled? Expelled. Maybe they have a no vape tolerance policy. I don't know. I just don't buy this one. I want it to be true because I do like the idea that there's like just an evil teacher out there that don't frame children literally ruined someone's life so that you could stop dealing with them. I don't know. Call us back um, and give us some some supporting evidence so that we can believe that this really happened. Um, this one feels pretty low. I'm going to be honest with you. You think it's in the fake zone? We don't have many of those. I, I would say it also feels if it is true in the evil zone. And I love the evil zone. I'm pretty impressed if you really did that because it's actually like horrible. It really is. Like it's a horrible thing to do. It's like it's like a cop calls in and goes, you know, there's this one criminal in the neighborhood, you know, and I just I'm done with him. So I took him to an alley and I summarily executed him. It's just like, yeah, I get that there are people that are awful in the world, but you're not allowed to just do the nuclear option. 
Yeah. I, I think you need to work on yourself. That could, or work on getting a different uh, career kicking off. All right. One more secret to cleanse the palate from Joey's destroyed life. I mean, you ruined the guy's <laughs> life. Wait, you can't say he ruined his life. He expelled him from school. He's expelled now. This kid's already a behavioral issue. Now he's expelled. He's done for. That guy's toast. That kid is right now. You think by, by the time you're 12, if you're expelled, that's kind of like your path is starting to. That kid's right now. He's You're successful. You were probably expelled at 12. He's eating fentanyl right now, you know, somewhere at a, at a soda bar or chewing. He's smoking it. He's injecting it. He's doing something with fentanyl right now. He's boofing it. It's not worth it. All right. One more secret for the road. Hi, Moshe, Natasha. Um, so my secret is a pretty new one. Uh, so a few days ago, I got a Facebook uh, message request. So a message from someone who's not a friend from a man who had just discovered that my dad is also his biological dad, making him my half brother. Um, I'm pretty in shock. And I just like really haven't had the courage to talk to my family since then um this guy said that he also contacted my dad and my brother but that i'm the only one who has responded um so the issue is that i'm worried that my dad and my brother haven't seen that message and like they aren't the most like tech friendly and I'm like 100% sure they don't know how to check for message requests on Facebook because it's like a really poor app design um so yeah for now I guess it's a secret that I have an older brother and I have no idea if my dad even knows about this guy or not uh so I'm gonna talk to them eventually but just processing uh I guess um because it'll be kind of awkward I dad hasn't seen the message and he also doesn't know about this guy and then I have to be the one to tell him you know by the way you have another kid um anyway I uh, love the podcast and there you go. okay I think it would be good to maybe send a, a follow-up email to him and say hey what is your plan with telling him does he know oh my god you know do you do you want how can I be of assistance and you can also say you know obviously anything you say to this guy just just know that your dad's gonna see it i have the ultimate i have the so yeah i have the answer what i have the answer hmm. dude i don't always have the answer answer but this is the answer answer you tell the guy that your dad is extremely wealthy <laughs> and that you will put them in touch for five thousand dollars and then you drop out of the dialogue altogether no here's the real answer give this guy your dad's actual email address or phone number or address and then step out of it. You don't want to be the person that goes to your dad and says, hey, you should check your oh, message request yeah, folder yeah. because there's a big thing in it. You don't want to be involved in that drama. Just give the guy your the direct contact information for your dad and let that take care of itself. Does, Obvious. She, does she have to then um, like no. follow up with him no, or something? No, she just steps out of it. What's your dad going to be like? Oh, no. Will the dad be mad that she gave away his Who email cares? address? Because what if probably, the guy's crazy or something? He probably shouldn't have dipped his dong into uh, Mrs. Wong, you know? I mean, it's like, that's his problem. He's the one that had a family, uh, an errant family that, that, you know, he kept secret from his real family. You know what I mean? And real. then if the dad asks her if she knew, she can tell him. Yeah, I gave him your phone number, but that's not going to happen. 
by the time the shell shock of this information mm -hmm. trickles into your dad's consciousness, he's not going to be like, wait a minute, how do they get my email address? It's just... <laughs> Just give him the email address and then step out of it. Go on vacation. Go to Costa Rica. I'll take you to Costa Rica. What? Fly to Los Angeles. Send a picture. Send a self-addressed stamp envelope with a picture. Your best look. Um, and then I will, deter based on that picture, I will take you to Costa Rica or I will give you a plane ticket to go to Costa Rica on your own. That's kind of my suggestion. Let me just say, um, I had such an amazing time on my tour. I got to meet fans and so many podcast fans came up after the show, Moshe. I was in Philly. I was in Boston. I was in DC. I was in Nashville. So much so that she said we should do a, we should do, I don't, is this breaking news? Hmm. That we should do a, a tour just of the podcast. Yeah, so let's do it. We're going to do the, the Endless Honeymoon Roadshow coming up soon. Uh, we haven't planned it yet, but we've got some choice destinations that could be really fun. If you'd like to be on our podcast, give us an email. Give us an email. EndlessHoneymoonPod at Gmail. Or you can leave a secret of your very own on our secrets hotline. 213-222-8608. Don't forget that Natasha is coming to the City Winery in Chicago on what? Monday? Monday, November 28th. I'm there for one night only. I'm so excited. It's going to be an awesome show. I have some local comics opening up for me. And you come to my show in Chicago. It comes with a book. I sign it for you. And if you already have one, you pick someone else you like and then you gift it to them and mm -hmm. I sign it to them. And then you have a Christmas present. And or a Hanukkah present. Oh, yeah. A Hanukkah present, too. Thank you. And uh, come see me in Chicago. And also subscribe to our YouTube channel and leave a comment if you like things. Because that's how I know if I'm winning all of me and Moshe's arguments. Another great. And a lot of people are coming up to me, Moshe. I have to say, most people were like, I'm team Natasha. That's cool. That's so interesting that at your shows for your book, most of the people were <laughs> team Natasha. No, but they were Endless Honeymoon fans, yeah. but they mm -hmm. were like, I always agree with you. By the Moshe's way, pretty whack. another great, of that. another great um, holiday gift. If you've already got, if you've already pre-purchased The World Deserves My Children is a year's Patreon membership for a friend that you know loves the pod but isn't quite ready to pull the trigger. Patreon slash Endless Honeymoon. Come see me in La Jolla, December 9th through 11th. Natasha in Chicago, goodbye. Happy holidays. We'll see you next week.